1: Hello there, welcome to the Talk Republic Podcast. The following episode is an audio recording from a live broadcast we did on our Facebook page. During the chat, you will hear questions from the audience and even shout outs we give to the people that attended. If you want to be a part of the live broadcast, please make sure you follow us on Facebook so you don't miss a thing. Now, enjoy this episode. Alrighty, guys! Thank you so much for uh, joining us on this live broadcast. Uh, if you can, please invite your friends. Super easy; just share that, hit that share button below, or comment and just tag your friends on the comments. Be like, "Hey, come join us on this broadcast!" So, welcome to another live episode of the Talk Republic. My name is Carolina Gusik, and today I have with all of us the amazing Merari Teruel. She's a friend of mine. She's a fantastic uh, wedding photographer, and I can't wait to chat with her about how to get published and why it is super important for your business. Before we start and while people join us, I just want to give a huge shout out to all the photographers that have recently joined me on Patreon, where I'm creating marketing, branding, blogging, and business tutorials to help you grow your business. You can join for something as low as $10 a month that is really cheap, and you can find more information on patreon.com forward slash the talk republic. That being said, Mari, hello, welcome to the Talk Republic. How are you doing today? I'm excited. I am it's super excited. It's been a long time coming.
0: I see you inviting all of our mutual
1: friends. And I, I've been I, like,
0: what the heck? What about me? I might chop liver. So you I'm, are glad, not. I'm glad my begging finally paid off and that I'm you finally on the I didn't
1: have to beg. I just needed to time it correctly because I love you so much. And I know you have tons of information to share with all of us. So I'm so happy to be, I'm so happy that you are here today. It's Monday morning. Sorry, people. Monday morning, we might have some, you know, interesting things happening here. So Mirai, while people join us, what about you? Tell us who you are and what do you do? Yes. Hi, I'm
0: Mirai. I am a wedding photographer, but I shoot all kinds of stuff too. Um, And I live in Miami and I like to photograph people. And I like to be a part of the wedding community because it's pretty awesome.
1: Murray and I, we are part of this group of wedding photographers here locally that we, yeah, you know, we get together for lunches or, you know, Coquito when, you know, Sonju makes yes. coquito for all of us. So it is a cool community to have. <laughs> and yeah, only- we're, we're so lucky. Yes, it is. It is really a fun group of people. So if you are listening to this and you don't have a group of friends, go out and find them because they are out there. Go find people in your networking, in your network. That's good for you. So,
0: It's another topic, but that's so important to have a really good (laughs) for real. It's so important to have like a nice, strong community of people that understand your struggle because we work alone. We deal with everything by ourselves and having someone that you can complain to is <laughs> emotionally
1: important. <laughs> and we just have to say that this broadcast is sponsored by Sunjuice Coquito. It's She's the got it She's, That's her exit strategy. So we're going to start promoting it from now on here on the podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: I approve. It's so
1: awesome. good. So Sumire, how long have you been in business?
0: Uh, actually, this March is going to be my seventh official year which is a little crazy, but it's exciting. So seven years ago, I became an officially registered business in the state of Florida, Uh, but I was photographing a couple years before that, just friends and doing it more as a hobby.
1: And I know you mentioned that you do all kinds of photography, but you do focus on wedding photography, and I think that's what I want you to focus today. Uh, How many weddings do you photograph a year?
0: Um, It kind of varies year to year. Uh, I like to somewhere around 25 some years it goes a little bit over some years a little bit under to me as long as I'm meeting my financial goals I'm good uh one year I did 34 and I wanted to die I don't know how people shoot like 50 60 weddings a year Evan I don't know how they live life um but it's it's not the life for me so I kind of like to be within that 25 a wedding range I give really long-winded answers, so feel free to interrupt me. Listen,
1: you know, go ahead. This is your platform today. Talk as much Uh as you want.
0: We'll be here all day.
1: One of the things that you do uh, is you get published a lot. You get published in wedding blogs. You have been published on magazines. Why is this important for your business or for any photographer out there? That's an awesome question.
0: So being published was one of the biggest uh, pushes for my business when I first started out. So, around 2011, 2012, when I started my business, it was when the rise of the wedding blogs began. So, it found me Pretty it was starting to blow up, uh, Green Wedding Shoes, all these really big, influential wedding blogs were starting to come up. And by having my weddings published there, I was able to get a lot more visibility to my work. Um, And it kind of just started lifting up my brand along with their brand. And ever since then, um, as my career has grown, as my business models has changed, one of the constants has been getting consistently published in blogs and magazines that fit my brand and the kind of clientele that I cater to.
1: All right. So let's say new photographers coming up. uh, They want to get published. What's the first thing they should look for? Great question.
0: So. First things first is you have to think about your business. Who is your target audience? And the kind of aesthetics that your photos give out. So for example, if you're the light and airy self photographer, if you shoot film, uh, you have a greater variety of publications available to you, unfortunately. Sorry, Moody Photographers, but it's true. Uh, It's one of the most catered to aesthetics. So "Style Me Pretty, Martha Stewart, uh, Brides magazine, you know there's Magnolia Rouge and more film geared fine art uh, publications that you can send your work to but there's also some really beautiful and uh, popular wedding blogs that cater to a more moody aesthetic so there's um, I'm blanking out but there's Once June Wet,
1: Junebug, Junebug, Junebug
0: yes Junebug. there's Once sweat that goes somewhere in the middle, you know they'll do moody but they'll also do light and airy So it's really important first to narrow down what your aesthetic is and what you're trying to attract more of. So that way you're not wasting your time sending your work to publications that will reject you solely based on the aesthetic of your work.
1: All right. So talking about rejection, let's say that you go, you craft you know your your email you choose your images you send them you're hoping that this is going to get published because your wedding looks very similar to what they are publishing and then you get that email that says sorry but thank you what to do next
0: that's part of the game listen we are entrepreneurs rejection is just you know our partner in bed we just have to deal with it uh so we'll take it personal because we're artists and we take everything to heart so you can, you can throw yourself a mini baby pretty party and then get out of it and then look at what your submission was. And a lot of publications, a lot of editors are really kind with their feedback. So if you were really nice to them and you wrote them a nice email with the submission and they're like, no thanks, a lot of the times you can reply to them and say, thank you so much for your time and for your consideration. Is there any feedback you can give me on the submission to make it a stronger submission? Or do you have um, any ideas on how I can be accepted next time? Um, and a lot of editors are really kind and willing to give you some feedback. And that can really help guide you on whether that publication is the right fit for you or how you can straighten your submission to make it more um lovable. I don't know. I couldn't think of a better (laughs) word. But something that people will be more susceptible to because sometimes the work itself might be great, but it just might not be a right fit. Or what I hear a lot of the times is a wedding might be very beautiful and all the details are perfect, light is great, couple's really cute, but the blog has received like a ton of other submissions of similarly looking weddings. So it's not necessarily anything that's wrong with your work or wrong with the wedding. It's just that they're looking for a little bit more variation on what they're accepting at the moment. So sometimes you can just put pause on it and then submit it in a
1: couple months. So that's good to understand because just because you get rejected doesn't mean that you should just never try to apply it again to that blog, right? You can just- Of course.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, it all it also depends on the reasons that they give you. So for example, if you shoot uh, in a way or if the wedding, is such that it's not a good fit for that blog then it's just not a good fit so for example if you're shooting something like a very boho chic wedding so think you know barn and the brides wearing a floral crown and things are just very outdoorsy and very um rustic it might not necessarily be a good fit for something like style me pretty or wedding sparrow or magnolia rouge um so you just the first thing, like I mentioned, is just finding the right fit for the aesthetic of your editing style and your photos and also the type of wedding. Um, and you can do that just by researching online. Go, Let's say, for example, that you're really interested in having a wedding in green wedding shoes. Go on Green Wedding Shoes and just take 10, 15 minutes to scroll through their most recent weddings and just take mental notes or even actual physical notes of all the similar things that you see in the publication. So what is it that this blog is looking for? They're looking for uh, unique details, they're looking for a particular kind of editing, they're looking for a particular kind of bride. Oh, MacArthur, sorry, I got distracted, (laughs) I love him. Um, So once you have a better idea of what that particular publication is looking for, you can kind of cater to them uh, so that they'll be more susceptible to accepting your submission.
1: We have a great question in here, but the one and only Mason, we have, you have all, all the squad here, Amirari, and he's asking, are there any resources or Facebook groups that could help you, that could help guide us where to submit?
0: There are some resources. Uh, so there, if you just Google wedding blogs, there's an actual website that says weddingblogs101.com. And it's just literally a list of all the wedding blogs that are out there. Um, and I believe that they also include like their reach. So if you go on there, uh, you can just kind of look down the list and go to the individual websites and think, okay, these are a good fit for me these are not necessarily a good fit for me and then just take it from there you also i think it's important to have a good idea of what you want your brand to portray so you want to submit to wedding blogs that are on the same path as what you're wanting to do so when i started out i kind of just sent everywhere um because i was still trying to figure out who i was as a brand i was still trying to figure out my work and the aesthetic that i was going for um, but once you're already kind of have a more narrow view of who you are as a business, I think it's important to just kind of have a more narrow path of who you're submitting work to. So it kind of strains your brand. That way you're just not all over the place. Because sometimes it's better to have a lot of really beautiful weddings and blogs in very particular niche blogs and websites and magazines rather than have all kinds. Of, I mean, if you just go on Pinterest and put my business name in there. you're going to see some stuff that I submitted six years ago that I'm like, dang it, I wish that wasn't on the internet. (laughs) Um, So if you want to be a little careful about your brand and the work that you're putting out there, uh, you don't necessarily have to submit and have your work published everywhere. You can be a little bit more selective on what weddings you want out there and um, what you want to show off. Also because the industry is changing so much recently, there's, maybe not so much of a great impact in blogs as it was maybe like three, four years ago. Um, so now things like Instagram and Pinterest are a lot, I feel like they have a little bit more of an influence than publications. Um, so it gives you the flexibility, I think, to be a little bit more particular with what you're putting out there.
1: So talking about, you know, other things that influence, you know, your work or, you know, they how people find you not only blogs uh, do you think that getting published is just a vanity metric or do you actually get business because of being published
0: i think it's both why not both Both <laughs> is good. um it's definitely i i wouldn't say necessarily that it's vanity but it's definitely like having little i mean and they call it badges for a reason it's having like little badges of approval and affirmation from other people in your industry that kind of give you a stamp of legitimacy. So if you're looking for a vendor and they've been published often in, you know, Bride's magazine or Martha Stewart, you're like, okay, they they must be good because they've been published, yeah, it's street cred. So they give you um they give you a sense of legitimacy. Um and I think that works not just for our clients per se, but also for other vendors that you're working with. So for example, the fact that I've been in Martha and in Brides and in Sound Me Pretty, it helps in my connections with other vendors in the community because they also wanna have their weddings published. Florists really wanna be on publications. Planners really wanna be on publications and working with people who have already been published um, just really solidifies your relationships with other vendors. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a vanity and a little bit of a sample of approval, but I think it also leads to uh, industry recognition
1: and to street cred, like Sandra said. It is also great for search engine optimization because you have yeah. other websites outside of yours linking back to your website. So that's great for search engine optimization. So. If you don't care about vanity or getting clients, at least care about the search engine optimization option that you're getting there. We have a question here. Hold on a second, let me go back so I can, before we move on. Uh, Hold on, this is, I have a small computer here. Uh, Kelly asks, do you limit how many publications you submit each wedding to?
0: That's a great question. So a lot of blogs and magazines are exclusive, meaning that they only want you to publish that particular wedding, uh, one wedding blog or one magazine at a time. Because having exclusivity is kind of a big deal to a lot of magazines and blogs. So if you have a really kick-ass wedding that you really want to have published, I kind of have a, um, like a list of like, this is the one that I really want to send this wedding to. And then if they reject me, okay, I guess I'm going to try my second choice. And then I kind of just go down the list until it hits and someone picks it up. Um, so I would say to just, um, if you have something in mind that you really want to have published, look at that particular wedding and think, where is this going to be a really good fit to, or where do I really want to submit this to? And then cater to that magazine or blog. And if they accept you amazing and they have exclusive access, which is what a lot of blogs really want. And then if they pass, then go down to the next one and then try it, um, try that one out. So, um, yeah. So <laughs> <You> just <laughs> have a list. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I recommend not selling, um, not sending a particular shoot or a particular wedding to a ton of people all at once. Especially if you're going for more higher end publications like Martha or Brides or Something Pretty. They really value exclusivity. So send it out to your top choice and then kind of work on the trickle down. Sometimes it takes months uh, to get something published, so you just have to be patient.
1: Talking about exclusivity, when you send a a wedding to a publication, do you post it on your blog or do you wait to hear from them?
0: Um, It depends. It depends on the publication. Uh, Usually if it's print, so if you're going to be on a magazine and brides or modern luxury weddings or Martha Stewart. They really want complete exclusivity. They don't want to see any of the photos of that wedding anywhere. Um, but I think for the most part, most people don't really care if you use it for your personal blog, as long as you're not posting, um, too much stuff on social media, particularly details, because they really want to be the first ones out there to post the inspiration for future rides.
1: So when you share a wedding with a vendor, no, with, with a magazine, I mean, or, or with a wedding blog, you are not sharing those images with vendors yet.
0: I do, but I oh, said so when I share images with vendors, I don't share whole client galleries. Uh, I like to respect my client's privacy and not share their whole gallery with a bunch of vendors. So I create a separate Dropbox folder with vendor-friendly, publication-friendly images. Um, and if it's a wedding that, we really want published usually the vendor team is on the same page i mean i think everyone really wants to have their work published so i send an email and i'm like hey guys these are the wedding photos for this particular wedding you're welcome to use them for social media or for your websites but um i would really appreciate it if you held off on sharing them just yet because we're sending them to publication Um, at this particular place and, you know, we're pending approval or pending a publication date. I'll let you know once it's published so you can share to your heart's content. And everyone's always really respectful of that because everyone wants to be published. Um, So it's never really been a problem.
1: Awesome. We have a question from Sonju and she asks, how long does the approval usually take? Are not you losing your mind as you wait for a publication to approve before moving on to the Mm -hmm. next, especially with exclusivity, so you can share the images? Um, yes, I am using my mind always. <laughs> um, how
0: long does it take? Um, it honestly depends on the application. Sometimes it, um, you'll get an email just confirming that they've received your submission within the same day. Um, and then it can take about three to four weeks to say whether they accepted you or not. Um, so it's not, not too long and i mean we're busy people we have a lot of other stuff going on so when you get that email it's always a nice surprise um if you're going for a print publication sometimes that takes a little bit longer so they'll send you an email saying yeah we really like your work um we'll let you know whether we want to use it for the blog or for the magazine so you're gonna you're waiting off on that um so sometimes it can take up to like six months to get something published so from the day that you submitted it to the day when it's actually published it can be like six, seven months, depending on. And if it's a print magazine, for example, the Knot, you're usually sending submissions a year in advance. So um, we just sent a wedding in now in the beginning of January for the wind for the fall winter issue of next of this upcoming year. So it's almost a year in advance. Um, so the time just kind of varies and depends on the publication. But yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but
1: got to play the game. Got to do what you got to do. So once exactly. you get published, what do you do? Do you share uh, that on social media? Do you scream out of a building? You're like, yeah, I got published. Like, what is the next step?
0: Always. Um, <laughs> so the first step is uh, usually get an email from the publication, sending you the direct link to the post. Uh, or if it's a magazine, the editor usually sends you a physical copy of the print. Uh, through the mail, so if it's a blog post, they'll send you the link, um, and then I just immediately send that to all the vendors, just letting them know, hey, and to the couple too, because a lot, of my couples are always really excited to be published for the most part. So you send them an email, congratulations, we are, you know, we're published. This is the link to the thing. Feel free to share with everyone, and here's the link again to the images. Um, and then I personally, I shouted from the mountaintop. So I go on Instagram and I'm like, oh, so-and-so's wedding was published and so-and-so's place, can't wait, you know. And then I share some sneak peeks of that particular post on my stories or on the post. Um, and then if I haven't blogged it yet, I'll, I usually blog just – I mean, usually have it on my drafts, but then I immediately publish it. Because a lot of the times when um, – that wedding is on some kind of blog, uh, you know, people that are viewing that will want to see maybe more photos of mm-hmm. that publication. So they'll click on your website and they want to see more of that wedding because that wedding is what led them to your website. So having the photos of that wedding already there uh, will kind of help out with your with your readership.
1: Do you get a lot of new clients that are like, oh, we saw you in Marty Stewart, we saw you on Sell Me Pretty, Is this giving you extra business per se, like getting published?
0: Yes. So um, I think it's a tricky thing. Like to me, name recognition is super important. So maybe they're not necessarily coming straight from publications. Uh, And I do get some that are like, oh, I saw so-and-so's wedding uh, in this publication and I love your work. And they'll just immediately inquire directly through that. But I think... Um, familiarity with a brand is really important to build trust so if clients are constantly seeing your name pop up in different publications when someone's googling you know Miami wedding photographer or New York City wedding photographer or whatever and they see your work and your name constantly pop up in sell me pretty and brides and Martha Stewart or green wedding shoes or whatever it is they'll start recognizing your name which again goes back to building credibility to your brand and bringing credibility to your business street cred um which is always helpful so it may not necessarily directly lead people from the blog post right into my inquiry form but it does help um in building that street cred which i think it's really important for for building client trust and getting people to um to want to give you their money
1: i think one of the most important things in business is having uh, brand recognition and it's quite difficult to measure because i mean really it's almost impossible to measure because it's just people that saw you somewhere or somehow they're probably not going to say like, oh, exactly like I saw you on Stell Me Pretty, but, you know, they come back to your business. So that's really important to work on, brand recognition. And you can do this through social media, through blogging, to getting published, to going out and networking, Rise on You, that's what we'll be doing later on today, Uh, all kinds of things like that. So go out there and put your brand in front of people's faces, pretty much. That's what you need to do.
0: Absolutely. And
1: getting published is a big part
0: of that because you're not just reaching, you know, future rights, you're also reaching your own industry. So other vendors do your work on there. And that also adds to your credibility and to people wanting to be excited to be with you or to work with you.
1: Awesome. We have a question here from Jennifer. Uh, she's based in New York, and she specializes in families and babies. And she is asking, I can't find the question here to pop it up. But are there any publications? Any publications that focus on newborn or family photography? Anything that you know about, Mary?
0: Yeah, so I believe Stuffy Pretty has a lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, sub blog, which is great. There's okay, there's also um, there's the, the found There's the Found Collective, so I believe that's F O U um, N D, and they do maternity, newborn, and family. There's also um, let the kids dress themselves. Yes. Let the kids dress themselves, yeah, which is more for, uh, you know, lifestyle, documentary kind of family, nothing to post. Um, I think those are the main ones. I think Magnolia Rouge also publishes sometimes family stuff. I could be wrong about that. Um, 100
1: so, cake has also, like, a yes, blog. cake lead or something,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a few, and I think um, it's also great for newborn and family photographers uh, to put their work out there in, like, family magazines that are not necessarily geared to photography. Um, but you know, when you go to a doctor's office and you see like um, little magazines with like, I can't think of the name of the publication. I don't have kids, I don't go to pediatrician's offices, um, but they're, you know, they're, they write articles about parenting and about, you know, I don't know, whatever parents talk about. Um, and they need (laughs) images for that. So there's the, you can always reach out to those magazines. Um, and usually magazines will pay for your work, which is also a nice little
1: bonus. That's good. So there are some tips for you. So, wow, this is a lot of great information. So Mary, let's recap a little bit. So first thing, first thing first, where do people need to go to? Oh, another sorry. Sorry to interrupt That Do you use two bright lights?
0: I don't. I normally like to email the editors directly, uh, mostly because I am submitting to more higher end publications um, and they have particular people that you submit those weddings to. But I heard great things about Two Bright Lights, especially if you're just starting out and are still trying to figure out where your work best fits. It's, I think it's a really great tool to, to test the waters for publication and it kind of makes the submission process a little easier.
1: All right, so let's say we're going to pretend that I have never published anything. I don't even know where to start. And today's going to be after listening to this podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go and get published. What's the first thing that I need to do?
0: The first thing that you need to do is figure out what you want to get published. So... (laughs) So you have to look at your work and usually publications don't like anything that's too old. So usually anything within the last year that you've shot that you think is submission worthy. So what is something that's submission worthy? It's something that uh, is aesthetically beautiful. Everyone likes beautiful things. So beautiful venue, something with a lot of beautiful light, you know, really happy, excited uh, brides and grooms. Um, a lot of details. um, That's usually what blogs are looking for. So something that will be inspiration to the newly engaged who are looking for inspiration for their own weddings. Um, So once you know, once you find something that you're excited about getting published, the first, the next step is to figure out, okay, where is this a good fit or where where would a good fit for this be? I'm trying, I can't think of the right way to phrase that. But um, so you take a good look at the wedding that you want submitted and then be like, okay, I think I really want to get this published in a magazine. So make a list of magazines that you like. Is it, uh, I think there's only a few that are publishing actual magazines. Now, a lot of them are not doing prints but Brights Magazine is still doing the not modern luxury weddings. And then think, okay, where would this be a good fit? Would it be a good fit for rides? Would it be a good fit for modern luxury? Would it be a good fit for this? Um, and how do you know if it's a good fit? By looking at those magazines, by looking at those blogs and seeing this my wedding that I wanna submit, go well with the kind of weddings that they already publish. Um, awesome.
1: So I go to their website, I click contact or submit a wedding. And this is something that I know people sometimes overlook and they, just go like, hey, I want us to submit a wedding. Like they don't craft like a nice email. Give us some some tips here, Marari. Yeah,
0: being nice will take you so far. Uh, so figuring out who the submissions editor is, and you can do this by like, I mean, easily stalking people online. The Internet is there, guys. Like Googling <laughs> is so easy. Stalking people is so easy. Uh, all you have to do is find out who the submissions editor is and be like, hey, so-and-so, I hope you've been having a great day. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you're having a good life. Whatever nice thing you want to do. And then having a good life. <laughs> well, I, you know. And then say, you know, I recently shot this amazing wedding at this venue, at this day, and I think it would be a great fit for your publication. Or, um, you know, I came through through your magazine while i was editing this wedding and i feel like it'll be a good fit you every time you want to reach out to someone whether it's publication or a vendor that you want to work with you always want to make it about what you can do for them rather than what they can do for you so how is your submission how is the wedding that you're going to give to them how is that going to be beneficial to them So I think this is going to be a great fit for your readers. I think your brides are really going to get something out of this wedding for their inspiration. Um, And then follow their guidelines. Every magazine, every submission, every blog has different particular guidelines that they want. Some people want images sized in a particular way. Some people want images saved in a particular way. Some people want a Dropbox, some people want a blog post, some people want like a full gallery. So make sure that you read the guidelines first. So that way you're not wasting the time. Because if you send them like attached, you know, 10 different photos attached to the email when they want a Dropbox, well, they're immediately going to be like, this person doesn't even read. I don't want them to even answer their email back. So Mm. Uh, reading comprehension is important and being nice is important Um, and even if they pass you know if you left a good impression on them because you were really nice and you made it about them they'll remember that and next time that you have something that you want to submit to them um, they'll be open to reviewing what you have for them because they'll remember that you were
1: nice. Do you send a thank you email even if they say like no thank you? Always
0: and I do that for everyone because like nice is so important, being kind is so important. So if they say, you know, this, it's not a good fit or we don't have a place for this, just an easy email back. Thank you so much for your time and consideration. I look forward to our next submission. Or if you want a little bit of feedback, you say thank Thank you so much for, um, for taking the time to look through this. Um, if you don't mind, do you have any feedback that you could share with me about it on how I can make a stronger submission next time or whatever? And sometimes they won't write back. Sometimes they will. Um, But, you know, taking that step will take you two minutes and maybe you can get something really good out of it.
1: We talk about, I mean, you talk about, you mentioned that submitting details, it's important because with these publications, these blogs one, it's a little bit of inspiration for people that are looking for ideas for their upcoming wedding, right? I have said this many times when you are blogging, you're not blogging for the actual client, you're blogging for future clients. And I'm sure this is the same case for publications. So Sonju has a really good question here. Let's see if I can pop it up. She says, uh, do you find that moment driven photography isn't as publishable What percentage of your images are details? Um,
0: Most of my photos are details. So details and portraits are the most important thing that they look for. Uh, Sorry, I'm reading the question. Um, So moment driven photography, I don't think it's as publishable, but at the same time, they still want nice moments to sprinkle in in the submission. So just like how we want to tell a complete story when we blog, a lot of publications also want to tell somewhat of a story when they publish. So, if you're looking at Me Pretty, for example, or Green Wedding Shoes, you'll notice that they'll start off in a similar way that we do in a storytelling aspect. So, they'll start with bride getting ready, groom getting ready, first look, portraits, ceremony, uh, you know, sunset portraits, reception, um, but they obviously want a lot more details than they want portraits or even moments, but they still do want moments. So um, I personally blog a lot less details than I submit to. So it's just a matter of knowing who you're catering to. So for example, when I'm blogging personally, I want to focus more on the genuine moments of the day and more on portraits rather than details. And I'll still blog details, but instead of posting like five different shoe shots, I'll just post one or, um, but blogs really want those details. So I'll send them all those five shoe shots because that's what they're catering to. So you kind of have to play their game a little bit. And if you want to be published, you kind of have to give them what they want. But I always sprinkle in, moments and like real wedding emotion and uh candid stuff and all my submissions and they published them so um one of my last weddings was an indian wedding at, uh that was in martha Stewart, and it was one of my favorite photos it's um the groom is coming down a driveway on a horse and his mom is dancing in front of it and she just has like the most joyous glowful smile on her face and it was one of my favorite photos of the wedding day and I put it in my submission and they they published it. It's one of the photos on the on the thing. And they only put like 30 photos in their um in their post. So I wouldn't say that they say no to moments. I just say that they obviously want more details and stuff that will be inspirational to their readers. Um, but you should always be true to yourself and to your brand. And if um you know moments drive your Brand then definitely include moments in the submission along with a lot of details and a lot of portraits.
1: I think a little bit of the blogging seems changing a little bit. You talk about you know blogs that are quite traditional like Martha Stewart, Tell Me Pretty. All those blogs have been for years. They you know they have a very very particular look and that's fine. You know there is. little bit for everybody but as like the past two years i have seen also a lot of new blogs that are coming out that are a little bit more alternative more you know moment driven they specialize in certain types of couples so as you said at the beginning you need to find the blog that is going to represent or that carries or caters to the couple that you want to work with
0: absolutely yeah so so if you're going for like a more alternative And I hate that phrase because alternative sounds like not normal. And but if you want something that is a little bit off mainstream, I guess, something that's not necessarily, you know, a classic southern wedding or something that's more traditional. There's offbeat bride, you know, even green wedding shoes. That's been like a long running blog. You know, they'll post really cool offbeat kind of weddings. Um, So, yeah, it's about finding which one will be a good fit for your brand.
1: Awesome. So we have a couple of people here still live, which is great. So, guys, if you have any questions, this is the time to ans- I mean, to ask. So, Marari, uh, any secrets or tips you want to share with us for marketing?
0: Um, be kind. I think that's the most important thing that no one really talks about. Uh, be really nice to everyone. Everyone is working their butts off, trying to do the best job that they can. So when you're reaching out to publications, or even if you're thinking of doing a style shoot because you want to get published and you want to try something new, you know, reaching out to vendors, reaching out to editors, just in a very kind, friendly way, um, will take you a really, really long way.
1: Always. Awesome. Is there uh, what are you currently loving right now? It doesn't have to be photography related.
0: What am I loving? Uh, podcast. I've been looking. I've been listening to all kinds of like crazy weird podcast lately while i'm editing and it's been i've been listening to uh armchair expert with uh Ooh. oh my gosh what's his name um with dax Shepard. okay and he interviews all these movie stars and uh you know actors musicians um and it's like two and a half hour interviews which is great when you're like on editing mode um but they go really deep they talk about like really personal things which i love because i you know I, too, am an armchair expert, and I think I'm, like, a weird psychologist. Uh, and it's just, like, really fascinating. So I've been listening to that one a lot. Uh, so I, I love know.
1: podcasts, too, like, stories and things like that. Like It makes me happy to, you know, just put my headphones while I'm editing and just listen to a story that has nothing to do to what I'm doing at the moment. I know.
0: Me, too. And sometimes, like, I've been listening to the same music for, like, 15 years, and after a while, I just – I need something other than – you know, Coldplay from (laughs) 2007.
1: (laughs) Can't listen to that playlist anymore. (laughs) Awesome. So Marari, where can people find you? Uh,
0: So you can find me, my website is marari.com, M-E-R-A-R-I.com. And on Instagram, it's Photo. uh, that's, M- I don't know. My name is Har. Oh. just put M and
1: I'll show up. It's fine. I will <laughs> make sure to add links to all this uh, to the notes. So thank you so much for being a friend of the Talk Republic. Thank you so much for being a friend of mine thank in real life. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I am super we're no, like the Golden Girls. Exactly. I love me. it. And for everybody that joined us live, thank you so much for being here. Remember that we still have a Facebook group and the conversation always continues there. We have over 50 something podcast episodes, so If you're into podcasting, go and listen to some. And I am so happy all of you show up here today. Thank you for doing so. And I'll catch you very soon with another amazing guest. Bye.
0: Ciao. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.